Welcome to Strategy Saturday. I'm Charles Curlow, and today we're going to be discussing what is a deed of trust. Have you always wanted to invest in real estate, but didn't have the time, didn't know where to find the deals, couldn't get the funding, and didn't want tenants calling you? Since 2006, I've been buying income-producing properties in great locations that provide us with consistent passive income while we wait for appreciation in the future and take advantage of tax laws while we're waiting. And unlike your financial advisor, we invest alongside our investors in every property we purchase. Check out investwithharborside.com. If you like the idea of investing in real estate, if you like the idea of passive income, partner with us at investwithharborside.com. That's investwithharborside.com. A deed of trust or a trust deed is a contract between a lender and a borrower that is signed at a real estate closing when the property is being financed. The deed of trust would be used instead of a mortgage. The document states that the purchaser will repay the loan amount to the lender. In addition, it declares that the mortgage lender will hold the property's legal title until the mortgage is paid back to the lender in full. A deed of trust is a particular form of a secured real estate transaction that certain states use instead of mortgages. So what is included in a deed of trust? Well, in a deed of trust, there are three parties involved. The trustor, who is the borrower, the trustee, who is the third party, who will hold legal title to the real property, often a title company, and the beneficiary, who is the lender. Now, several components are included in a deed of trust. First is the original loan amount, a legal description of the property, names of all the parties who are involved, the inception and maturity date of the loan, the fees, the process that the loan goes into default, and riders and possibly additional language depending on the sp specific sale and specific deal. Now, how the deeds of trust work? Well, when a property buyer takes out a loan to finance their purchase, the lender provides the loan funds in exchange for one or more promissory notes that are attached to the deed of trust. Now, the deed of trust transfers the legal title of the real property to a third-party trustee as collateral for the promissory note until the borrower repays the loan in full, at which time the title to the real property becomes the borrower's. Now, the right to obtain full ownership or the equitable title stays with the property owner, the borrower, throughout the process, in addition to the full use and responsibility of the real estate. The deed of trust is utilized as a substitute for a mortgage. Now, a deed of trust versus a mortgage. Mortgages provide the borrower and the lender an equal interest in the property until the loan has been paid in full. A deed of trust gives the legal title of the property to an impartial third-party trustee. Mortgages have two parties, lender and borrower, while deeds of trust have three parties. With a deed of trust, if the borrower defaults, the trustee will initiate and complete the foreclosure process at the request of the lender. One of the main differences between a deed of trust and mortgage is the foreclosure process. When a mortgage is used, the lender must pursue a judicial foreclosure, a court-supervised process that becomes enforced once the lender files a lawsuit against the borrower for non-payment. It is both timely and expensive. On the other hand, a deed of trust allows the lender to utilize a faster and less expensive foreclosure process by circumventing the court system and following the procedure spelled out in the trust deed and allowed by the state law. If the borrower does not make the loan current, the trustee will sell the property through a trustee's sale. So I hope you enjoyed. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, submit comments and potential show topics at globalinvestorspodcast.com. Look forward to two more episodes next week. See you then.
Nothing in this episode should be considered specific, personal, or professional advice. Any investment opportunities mentioned on this podcast are limited to accredited investors. Any investments will only be made with proper disclosure, subscription documentation, and are subject to all applicable laws. Please consult an appropriate tax, legal, real estate, financial, or business professional for individualized advice. Opinions of guests are their own. Information is not guaranteed. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. The host is operating on behalf of Syndication Superstars, LLC, exclusively.